Welcome to Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the heart and soul in sports. In the next 30 minutes, you'll hear some amazing testimonies of faith in Christ in the world of sports. Our guest today includes defensive back Cleveland Thomas from the Arena Football League, Major League Soccer star Chris Klein, and WNBA star Tamika Ketchings. It's time to get started, so here's the host of Sharing the Victory, University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown. It's great to have back with us Cleveland Thomas, outstanding defensive back for the Arena Football League's San Jose Sabercats. Cleveland, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Coach. It's such a pleasure and an honor. Well, thanks for coming back. Cleveland, we talked before about what you went through. You came out of high school out of uh, Miami, Florida. You were one of the top high school football players in the country, Super Prep All-American. You got recruited by Florida State. You signed with them. You went on to have a great career at Florida State. You were part of a national championship team there in in the year 2000. And uh, you were projected to be a fairly high draft pick in the National Football League. But you flunked the drug test. You admitted that you were partying and hanging out and putting things in your system that you never should have done. But a few months later, you came to know Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. But when you made the commitment to Christ, you came forward at a church to, to give your life to Christ, you shared. And then you figured, well, that's going to be a package deal. Not only do I get eternal salvation in Christ, but I'm going to get the NFL as well. But Clevan, you didn't get the NFL. You got the best part. <laughs> you got salvation. But what was next for you? If I had been in the NFL, I knew it had to be more. I wanted to know and learn who was Jesus, you know, learn about his history, learn about the purpose that he came to the earth. And how can he save somebody like me who had been through so much, who had done so much wrong, you know, who have lied, you know, deceived people, you know, and I became so manipulative to trying to have people to do what I wanted to do. So I'm like, how can he save me? So, I, you know, I went back and studied the scriptures because I wasn't in school, you know, so I'm just sitting around so I had to learn more about Christ, learn more about Christ. And like I said, you know, I, I was abused as a child, so, I, you know, I had so many excuses that just to throw in the towel, mm-hmm. you know, but the love of Christ, I mean, it just filled my heart, and it made me appreciate life. I wake up in the morning looking forward to what God's going to do next. I mean, just with small things, you know, learning how to control my thoughts through the Holy Spirit and that type thing. And at that time, I wasn't married, you know. I had a son, you know, he was one at that time, and I thought about, you know, getting married, me and my girlfriend, who had been my high school love, me and her had done, got married, and so much had transpired in, in such a short time, and, um, you know, we didn't know what was next, and then I got a call from the Sabercats hmm. about coming out and playing arena football, and I was like, well, you know, I, I love to, you know, you know, just play any type of football, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't thought that, you know, I thought it was over funny, but then the coach told me, well, maybe we'll try and bring you out in two months, you know, but as soon as he hung up the phone, and like we said, you know, I played at Florida State. Uh, ESPN Classic game came on TV. I mean, Coach Brown, he called me right back, you know, in a matter of five seconds, said he's going to fly me out here. The next day, they, you know, they flew me out, they got a plane ticket, and they signed me right there on the spot. Wow. So that, I mean, man, from that moment on, I knew that God was real and that the Holy Spirit was real and that Jesus Christ did have a plan for my life. Hmm. So, man, i just been walking with the Lord from then on, Coach. I'm going to tell you something, Clayvan, that's an incredible story. I've never been in the AFL, and I've never even been to an AFL game, but I know that Jesus is needed in the AFL. <laughs> and, yeah. and he brought himself to the AFL through you. How has it been? I mean, what, how have you seen God work in the Arena Football League through your life? You know, I have, um, I'm from Miami, born and raised. I have um, Orlando Predators down there. I have Tampa Bay Storm down there. I even have the um, Georgia Force. And all them close to Miami, 
And I'm like, well, you know, I didn't question God. So I'm like, okay, Lord, you brought me way to California. What's your plan and what's your purpose? Hmm. And he brought me here and he showed me that the Holy Spirit is alive and is here in the earthly realm today. So that's what I learned, you know, during my time here while I was away from home because I'd be away from home for six months. And, and then, you know, I'd be back home for six months, you know, you know mm-hmm. with my wife and my kids. So I have come to know the Holy Spirit as a person here. And also just to see that God is at work in the air for, I mean, that there's also um, lukewarm Christians who was here. And once the brothers got together and united and believed in God to do great things, you know, our team here, you know, we started saying prayers before practice. You know, we pray before the games. And even after the game, you know, we pray after the games now as, you know, both teams come together, you know, teams go to war. And then when the game over, if you ever watch a game or go to a game, Coach Brown or anybody, you'll see both teams come together in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. hold hands and pray. And that's the type of thing that God is doing here in the AFL. We're talking to Cleveland Thomas, outstanding defensive back for the Arena Football League, San Jose Sabercats. You mentioned some pretty tough things here. In these two interviews that we've done with you, you've talked about drugs. Yes. Alcoholic abuse. You've talked about sexual misconduct. You've talked yes. about lying and cheating. And you know what? You have experienced the incredible, clean slate of the Lord Jesus Christ forgiveness. Cleveland, we're, we're really, all of us are messed up. There's not yes. one of us here that can stand and say, I'm clean by my own doing and that I'm, I'm just like this perfect guy. What do you have to say about the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ to us? I received it, I believed it, and can't no one tell me and show me different because, you know, people look for the miracles that God going to do. He's going to come out of the sky. The miracle is our life. He said, he, you know, in his word, he said, we'll come by his blood and the word of our testimony. The miracle is our life from where we was to once we found Christ to the things that he is doing through us from that day forward. That's a miracle. I mean, it's truly amazing to see what God is doing and what God is willing to do once we believe in him and allow him to lead us. He can do things and forgive you in ways that mankind won't forgive you. Because, you know, mankind has the mm-hmm. thing of, I'm not going to forgive you because you hurt me. Mm-hmm. But that's not like God. You know what, Cleveland? What you're talking about today is something that the church rejects all the time. You know, we, we want people to kind of measure up to some standard when really the only standard out there is to fall flat on our face, belly down in front of the cross every day. Die daily to the Lord Jesus and say, Lord, here's my sins. Here's my shame. You put it on the cross. You put it on your back. And I'm going to receive your love today. And I'm going to have authority. I'm going to have intimacy. And I'm going to have love. And I'm going to respond, whether it be a football player, whether I'm a carpenter, a house mom, whatever it is, I'm going to respond out of your love, not out of my performance. You're a living example of that, Cleveland. This has been Cleveland Thomas, the outstanding defensive back with the San Jose Sabercats. Cleveland, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for blessing us with these great words. Thank y'all for having me. And I pray that God bless what y'all doing down there. And y'all keep up the work, Coach Brown, to my glorifying the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thanks, Cleveland. Thank you. You know, maybe what Cleveland Thomas said has you thinking about where you are spiritually. Do you have some questions about what it means to be a Christian? If you do, let me encourage you to go to www.morethanwinning.org. Don't pretend that there's nothing there. God is knocking on your door. Keep it right here, because when Sharing the Victory returns, you'll hear from Major League Soccer star Chris Klein. 
One Way to Play Drug-Free from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes is one of the most successful programs in the country, reaching more than 500,000 athletes and coaches. Here's former NFL safety and One Way to Play spokesman Steve Fitzhugh. If we can encourage our young people to be true to their purpose, to be true to God's call in their life, if we can encourage them to make the right decisions now, they've already won. Because when they get to college, someone is going to put that brew in their face and they have to decide now, not then. To sign the One Way to Play commitment, visit fca.org. You won't want to miss the next issue of Sharing the Victory magazine featuring a three-time Pro Bowl quarterback. Hey, this is Matt Hasselbeck with the Seattle Seahawks. The football stuff's great, but there's so many other things that have happened in Seattle. Sharing the Victory magazine is 40 full-color pages with articles on some of America's most popular athletes and coaches. For a subscription of just $19.95, you'll receive nine issues a year. Call Monday through Friday toll-free 866-STV-5031 or order online at sharingthevictory.com. Glad you could join us today for Sharing the Victory. And I hope you had a wonderful 4th of July. It's time for FCA across America. Chris Klein, that's right, the L.A. Galaxy soccer star, gives a spiritual dimension, a godly dimension to that team that you're going to want to hear. Chris had the opportunity to speak at an FCA banquet in Pensacola, Florida. We pick up the speech with Chris reading from Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah says, Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, here I am, send me. Now, does anyone know what Isaiah was being asked to do? No, because he didn't either. He said, here I am, send me, before God had told him what he was going to have him do. And that, to me, blows me away. My wife asked me to do something. Chris, can, can I get you to do something? My first question is, well, what is it? And if it's something that I like to do, is yeah, sure. But when I got the call to go to play for the Los Angeles Galaxy, I was instantly sent me. And I'd like to share with you tonight how my thoughts changed from, from why me, from please, not me, to send me. And God, what will you have me do? When I went to Indiana, I met my now wife, who began to ask me some of those challenging questions. Uh, she wanted to know what I believed, and so I told her, what I believed. And she asked me, well, do you truly, no, really, do you, do you believe that? And she was pushing me to go further and uh, where do I stand on where Jesus is, is in my life? My question was naturally, well, he's in my life on Sunday when I'm at church and soccer pretty much took up the rest of my time. And as she challenged me, I began to realize that this is the decision I wanted to make. And so I made the decision to invite Jesus Christ into my life as my Lord and Savior. But for me, that was just kind of the beginning. I was very reluctant to sort of hand everything over to him and let him completely take over my life. And it wasn't until I was drafted to play for the Kansas City Wizards uh, where some of that started to really take shape for me. Uh, I can remember sitting in church and listening to my pastor talk about living your life for an audience of one. And instantly I began to tune out of this because I didn't really think this applied to me and what I did And because I'm still, I'm a soccer player and uh, if I do well, uh, you're going to read about it in the paper the next morning. If I don't do well, you know, my coach is going to sit me down. Uh, but really living my life for an audience of one, Jesus Christ, didn't really apply to me. And I left church that day believing that it still didn't apply to me. 
Uh, we were in preseason in Bolivia, and we were having, it was sort of the tail end of our trip. We had been down there for two weeks, and it was a place that nobody wanted to be. And we were at altitude, and we were playing a practice game against a team nobody cared about. There wasn't a single camera there. There wasn't a newspaper there that uh, anyone cared about. And it was sort of the tail end of the trip. And all we wanted to do was go home and be with our families. And we started the game just before the sun went down. I mean, we were, we were really flat. And I remember having this really terrible attitude about what we were doing and why I was there. And as the sun went down, there was mountains all around the stadium. And all I could see when the sun went down, there was just a cross that was lit up on the side of the mountain. And I have no idea where this came from or who put this up. I mean, it could have been a guy who left his Christmas lights up. But for me, it was very clear what that was at that moment. It was my audience of one looking at me as I was in nowhere Bolivia with nobody watching and nobody caring about the result of that game, that practice game that didn't count. It was that that it really hit me and really came down on me that, yeah, this is it. Not only does this apply to me, but this really is who I need to be. I need to live my life and have my career before an audience of one. And really in that, I began to, to have my walk with Christ, not only as a person, but as an athlete. That was Chris Klein of the LA Galaxy at an FCA banquet in Pensacola, Florida. We are about a month away from the Summer Olympics. In the weeks to come, we'll feature some of the top Olympians from the past and present, yet we're going to put a spiritual dimension on it. In fact, up next is basketball gold medalist Tamika Catchins. She's been working hard to overcome an injury and get ready for the Olympics and the WNBA. We'll hear from Tamika Catchins next when Sharing the Victory continues. We've got our game plan down for the next game, no doubt about it. But I wish we could go over a game plan for life. I mean, every day I walk into this locker room and bam, here it comes. Peer pressure, drugs, partying, you name it. I never know what to say, I never know what to do. I need someone who can coach me for life and give me purpose. There is a master coach waiting to give you a new game plan for life. Go to morethanwinning.org. The work of FCA can be summed up in four words, coaches, campus, camp, and community. The four C's are vital in fulfilling FCA's vision of seeing the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. There's FCA staff in your area ready to partner with you in seeing this vision through. To find out how you can get involved with FCA in your community, go to fca.org. That's fca.org or call 1-866-STV-5031. Hey, this is Jimmy Page, National Director of FCA Health and Fitness. Check us out on the web at fcahealthandfitness.org. Now back to Ron Brown and sharing the victory. I'm always thrilled when I get an opportunity to talk to my favorite player in women's basketball, Tamika Catchins. Great all-around star for Indiana and the WNBA. Tamika, welcome to sharing the victory again. Thank you, Ron. Tamika, right now... You got a bunch of things going on. The WNBA season has started. You have an opportunity to be on the United States Olympic women's basketball team. 
And yet, right now, you're nursing and coming back from an Achilles tendon tear that took place the last game of the of the season last year for you. What's that been like? I mean, has that been a frustrating experience for you? Yeah, I think it was more like it was frustrating when it initially happened. But then it's kind of like going to the doctor, having surgery, all that, knowing I was going to be out for the next six to nine months, you know, rehabbing and trying to get my body right and all that. It was kind of one of those so real moments that I talked about even when I tore my ACL from uh, Tennessee, hmm. you know, where it's kind of like if it to happen to anybody on my team, I'm glad it happened to me. And um, just, you know, my faith and belief that God is working out a miracle right now, you know, working on my body to, to get it healed and to get me back on the court and definitely to be that person out there that, um, you know, younger kids and other people that have it happen have, have the same injury and see somebody of uh, my caliber get back on the court and, and do well. Now, that's a very unselfish, interesting statement. Tamika, you said that if, if something like that was going to happen, you're glad it, it was with you. Most star athletes would not say that. They would say, you know, I, I, I'm the last person that should happen to, you know. But you are willing to take it a deeper level because you want people to see the character that you have in the return in Christ. And talk to us a little bit about, you know, your representation of Jesus Christ as you get prepared for not only the WNBA season, but uh, hopefully an Olympic spot as well. Yeah, and I think that's just what it is, Ron. You know, um, the only way that I could be this sane and, you know, this calm about things that are going on is, is my faith in Christ and knowing what he has, you know, ahead of me. And um, my viewpoint, um, even the Olympic team is or making it back to the WNBA season and then, you know, moving on to the Olympic team. Is, if it is to be, if that's what his will is to me, then, then it's going to happen. You know, I think this off season, my focus has really been on purpose. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, Purpose Driven Life. I've read some other books. I'm doing conversations on purpose with one of my friends and we're doing Bible studies, you know, so I'm doing like four different Bible studies, mm-hmm. but the focus point is purpose. And you know, trying to figure out my purpose, trying to figure out the purpose of going through injuries and coming back. And, you know, it's kind of like I'm at a place in my life where it's like, you know what, I could be stressed out, I can be worried about this and worried about that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to do anybody good, especially not me, you know, being stressed out and being like that. And I said, cast all your worries on me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I actually will be given. So Mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to do. Well, we're talking to Tamika Catchins, the outstanding forward with the Indiana Fever and the WNBA. And what do you do on a daily basis? Because there are a bunch of athletes and coaches and people out there in a variety of professions who feel a little bit hamstrung or have some type of an Achilles heel in their life. What do you do on a regular daily basis to call out to the Lord to keep your faith intact and secure? I've definitely been at that point, you know, and I can honestly say hasn't been that long ago, you know, where, I mean, it, it's a daily fight. But maybe like, maybe 10 minutes ago, you mean, before, this, <laughs> before we started to see if you... <laughs> hasn't been that long ago where, you know, like, it just seemed like, you know, you you get desperate for something. Mm-hmm. It's like you're reaching out, like, what is it that I have to do? What do I need to do mm-hmm. kind of feeling? And um, what I've done lately that really helps me is, like, if I know, like, practice at 9.30, I know I may have to be there an hour before practice. I know i got to be there at 8.30, which means I have to wake up at 7.30. And... Instead of waking up at 7.30, I wake up at 7.15. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like I lay in bed, I pray, I think about what I have to do, you know. I'm, you know, just focusing more on him instead of myself. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, I get up and I do my regular routine, but I have that 15 minutes that kind of gets me jump-started. And then from there, you know, like throughout the day, my biggest thing has been being able to listen to Christian music. And I've, I've put together a little Christian 
CD that um, that I put on my iPod and I plug it in, and you know that's what I listen to on my way to practice. And so once I get to practice, it's kind of like everybody's like, man, you're always so excited. I was like, you know, ever since I really have focused more on him and tried to you know stop focusing on myself, I've been a lot happier and <laughs> a lot focused and haven't really had many moments like that. You know, that's a great point. I mean, I think right now everybody's wanting to know, man, what, do, what can we do with this Achilles tendon to get it healed and so forth? But the reality of the whole situation is that the problem is not really in your Achilles heel. It's, it's, it's in your mind. And what do we do to nurture and heal the mind on a regular basis? Because that is where the battle is fought. And I think you've understood that, Tamika. I think that's what you're telling us is that, you know what, I'm doing what I have to do for this Achilles tendon every day with the trainers and the doctors and, and everybody else. But where one can get defeated is not in that heel, but rather in the mind. And I wanted to share a portion of scripture with you just to encourage you and to remind all of our audience of what this thing's all about. And we've heard the the passage Romans 8.28 often, but I think it goes along with Romans 8.29. It basically says, God causes all things together to work for good, for those who love him, for those who are called according to his purpose. And it goes on in verse 29 to tell us that we are predestined to be conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. And so if I were to athletically paraphrase that for you, Tamika Catchings, I would say that God caused or allowed an Achilles tendon to be torn and would want to work it all out together for good because he knows that you'll love him. He knows that you are called according to his purpose, and he's conforming you into the very image of Jesus Christ as he has you go through all the ups and downs of what it means to be sidelined with an Achilles tendon. Yeah, man, yeah, that's awesome. There's always that turning point that you have to understand, like, God is using you for something. He has a plan. He has a reason for what he's doing. And and I I listen to some of my friends and things that they go through and the struggles that they have. And it's like, my advice to each one of them is always, God will only put on you what he knows you can handle. Our guest today has been Tamika Catchins, the outstanding women's basketball player, small forward for the Indiana Fever. Tamika, thanks for being with us today on Sharing the Victory. Thanks for having me, Ron. I appreciate it. We at Sharing the Victory hope you are having a safe 4th of July weekend as well as a fun one. Up next on Coach's Corner, FCA President Les Steckel, who served in the United States Marine Corps, will share what this holiday is all about. You're listening to FCA's national weekly radio program, Sharing the Victory. Hey, this is Jimmy Page, National Director of FCA Health and Fitness. I'm excited about our new daily podcast called Fit Life Today. Fit Life Today is 90 seconds of information and inspiration you need to live a fit life. It's a practical blend of spiritual principles, physical training, and common sense advice to help you live the full life that Jesus came to give. Subscribe today to receive the free daily podcast at fcahealthandfitness.org. That's fcahealthandfitness.org. Live a fit life. Come on, you can do this. Next weekend on Sharing the Victory, former Brooklyn Dodger pitcher Carl Erskine reflects back on the impact of fellow teammate Jackie Robinson. Jackie stepping out on the field, proving he belongs, and handling himself in dignity. And people said, why would we reject this man? He belongs there. He's a major leaguer in every sense of the word. We'll also take a look at one of FCA's newest sports ministries, skateboarding. Join us next weekend for Sharing the Victory. 
Ron Brown back with you on Sharing the Victory. It's time for FCA President Les Steckel, who coached football for 32 years in college and in the NFL. And he's here with Coach's Corner. I hope your 4th of July weekend has already gotten off to a terrific and safe start. This great country is now 232 years old. Some forms of government don't last more than just a few years. But our founding fathers pledged in the Declaration of Independence that we would have a nation, quote, endowed by our Creator, end quote. And they ended their powerful document stating that they had a, quote, firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, end quote. God has clearly honored their faithfulness and dedication and protected America all these many years. On this holiday weekend when we celebrate our country's freedom, have you considered what declaring our freedom as a nation meant to the signers of the Declaration of Independence? Of course, there were some especially well-known American heroes who signed the Declaration of Independence. Men like Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, and John Adams. But there were also heroes like Richard Stockton, who was betrayed by loyalists to Britain and captured by the British. He was treated harshly in captivity, and his health suffered greatly. His estate and fortune were lost, and he died an invalid at age 50. And there was John Hart, who was forced to flee his home in New Jersey after signing the Declaration of Independence and lived for a whole year in a forest to evade capture by the British. When he returned to his home, his wife was dead, and his 12 children were scattered. He died shortly afterwards due to deep sorrow. And there was George Wythe, who was poisoned by a greedy grandnephew seeking his estate. Yes, these men knowingly risked their lives to ensure our freedom. This sacrifice should be recognized. But there is another whose sacrificial death should be even more honored, for his death provided us freedom from the penalty of our sins. Of course, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. He has given us the means to obtain the ultimate in freedom and assurance of eternity with him and God the Father in heaven. Do you know how to obtain this awesome gift of freedom? It is available to all who recognize that all the good works they have tried to do still fall short of the standards of perfection that God requires for entrance into his kingdom in heaven. The only way to gain eternal life in heaven is to confess your sins and acknowledge Jesus Christ's sacrificial death on your behalf and to willingly surrender by faith the control of your life to his loving concern. To learn more how this ultimate freedom can be yours today, go to www.morethanwinning.org. You'll discover there how you can declare your own Independence Day. The Bible declares when you know Jesus personally, then and only then will you be free. May God bless you and God bless America. Happy Independence Day, 4th of July. Have a great weekend. Next week, I'll visit with former Brooklyn Dodger pitcher Carl Erskine as he talks about his former teammate, Jackie Robinson, who broke the color barrier. We'll also look at the new FCA skateboarding ministry. Oh, I cannot skateboard, but you got to listen to this. Remember, there are two ways of doing sports, even skateboarding, God's way or man's way. Which will you choose? Have a great weekend from all of us here at Sharing the Victory. We certainly hope you enjoyed today's program and would ask you prayerfully consider supporting Sharing the Victory Radio with a financial gift. You can contact us Monday through Friday at our toll-free number, 866-STV-5031. That's 866-788-5031. You can also make your gift safely and securely on our website, 
sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Again, that's sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Thanks so much, and we hope you continue to have a safe and blessed 4th of July weekend. Don't forget to join us next week at the same time for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the heart and soul in sports.